is Paige. And this is Jessie, as always. And welcome to Cosplaying Cocktails. Uh, did that backwards, but you know what? We're just yeah. going to go with it. It's a This is a it unique episode. Right. No, it didn't feel right. Uh, but it's in a unique episode because we are actually um, recording in the car on the way home from our first con post-COVID. Uh-huh. And our first road trip uh, con. Yeah. For a long time. For a long time, yeah. 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 So, uh, bear with us because this could get interesting. Right. Yeah. Um, but you see, we know it's a successful, like, it can be done because, you know, um, Karen Kilgariff has Do You Need a Ride? Right. I don't know who the male comedian is that does right. it. With her. I can't remember, I can't remember but, his name. But they uh, also have a Steven, too. Right. We don't have a Steven. Well, if, you know, if this... You may never hear this, listener. I know we say that multiple episodes, but... <laughs> uh, we did a test recording. It sounded okay. So we're going to try to, while things are still fresh in our head, and while, you know, we've got a good chunk of time in the car just sitting here, we're going to tell you about our experience at Comic Palooza. And it's kind of like you're on a road trip with us. Right. Kind of lucky, lucky you. Isn't that exciting? Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to get into everything that we did kind of over the weekend and how we thought things went and all that. But uh, first, we've got some, you know, corners to get into. Uh, uh-huh. This isn't going to be a normal cocktail corner either because obviously we are in the car. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to... Uh, Paige had the idea to, uh, for the cocktail, do a cocktail that, but Paige only drinks beer now. She doesn't drink cocktails anymore. I had anymore. margaritas. Well, you picked a beer, though. I did. Drink Coors Light. You almost, I did not. I did Light. not. You almost <laughs> did. She tried to. I had to stop her, listeners. I literally had to scream in the middle of a crowded convention center. No! In Texas, of all things, to drink Coors Light. <laughs> ah, or to drink Coors Light at all. No offense if any uh, Coors Light workers are... Uh, I only... So, we're going to talk about uh, what something we drank uh, while in Houston at the con. Um, and I will hit mine first because it isn't as cocktail. It's not a cocktail. It's not a cocktail. Um, but... Uh, I'm only picking it because it is very con-like, uh, because it was a breakfast beer. Um, oh, because you drank it for breakfast, that what makes it con-like. Yes. I was like, how was a beer con <laughs> Yeah. I had a beer for breakfast yesterday because, um, not because that's something normal, uh, but we... We'll get into this later, but our sweet friend Sheila that we visited, who is, uh, you've heard her on the podcast before, uh, she's Red Shoes Red Wine, um, she brought us a Texas goodie basket and brought us um, wines and hard seltzers and beers, and I stuck one in the refrigerator the night before of the hotel, um, stuck one in there thinking I was going to drink it with our Grubhub that we ordered our, our dinner, and then didn't, so I didn't want it to skunk in the car on the way home. So I had breakfast beer. And just be wasted. Yeah. It was called St. Arnold Comeback. And it actually was uh, in collaboration uh, with the Houston Zoo. So I had some meads, but mostly I drank margaritas, it seems like. I did have a beer, I guess. That's probably the first beer I've ever had at a con. So I would th- I think my favorite, well, my favorite margarita at the actual, while we were in Houston was kind of a pseudo margarita at it's a little little regional chain uh mexican restaurant Mm -hmm. or tex-mex i guess i would call it yeah and they had a thing called ranch water that was basically like a margarita on the rocks with topo chico yeah and i think it had like chili or tahini 
around the rim. Yeah. As much like my favorite margarita of the entire trip was sadly from a chain restaurant that we stopped at. <laughs> um, you know, in Texarkana. Yeah, props, yeah, yeah. Props to them. They made a good margarita. So. And she took a shot. So. Well, it wasn't a shot. <laughs> they asked if I wanted to add a kicker to my margarita for $2.00. Little did I know that it was basically a shot of Patron. I didn't think they were just going to go hard like that. They did. At the, uh, you know, National Steakhouse chain. <laughs> that was the uh, only place open yeah. uh, at the time we got into our yeah, hotel for the night. out, uh, Texarkana, folks, closes down at about uh, 9, p.m. 9 p.m. And we were there trying to eat at 9 p.m. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, yeah, that was probably my favorite cocktail we had actually in Houston. So I had two of those at yeah. Ranch Water. Yeah. That, and I had margaritas. I liked it because it was like a margarita. Yeah. But it was a little bit lighter. It yeah. was a little bit easier to drink with a, a meal. Yeah. I had two of uh, that same restaurant. I had two uh, margarita. We went there twice. Yeah. Um, and I had a margarita both time. And it was like their special reserve. And it was really good too. Yeah. I had so. another margarita there. Like a pineapple? Good, uh, no. It was watermelon. Watermelon. I, had, yeah. I had a pine. I Like again, I drank several margaritas. Yeah. We were in Texas. Uh, over the course of. Yeah. You know, like Texas. Uh, we ate a lot of Mex Mex yep. food, yep. and uh, therefore I had a lot of yeah. or three, four, four right. different margaritas. Yeah. So that has been, they're all good. Yep. So that has been cocktail corner. Jesse, you got that segment that isn't new anymore. I do have the segment that's not new anymore. question i'm actually pretty proud of this one since we are on a road trip coming to the end of our road trip uh what is one snack food or drink that you always associate with a road trip Ooh, um i've got a couple i've got one snack and one drink i mean probably <laughs> i didn't have any this trip which is weird, but I didn't have any of my snack. I okay. had one of my drink. Uh, so, so drink drink wise, I normally just have water, but um, snack wise, I always get those like donuts, the chocolate covered donuts, like yeah. little packages of them at gas stations. That's like one of my go tos, um, and I didn't have any this time, which is weird. But we really didn't eat snack that much on the way down. We stopped for like legit meals, right? And um, we didn't do a lot of snacking uh, at all, really. So what is yours, Jesse? So Perrier would be the drink I really associate with um, uh, road trips. Uh, the snack would be spicy pickle in a bag. Oh yeah. You know the big pickle, spicy pickle in a bag, or yeah, the chips are even better because they some of the chips are like crispier. Well, they are low. They um, don't have as much liquid in the mm -hmm. bag, so they're good for road trips. You don't then you're not left with like you know like bag a cellophane of bag of pickle juice. Right. That's the question. Yeah, uh, so the question. we want to know your answers too, listeners. Yeah, your answer, listener. What's your favorite road trip snack? Maybe there's something. I think it's important that it's something you can find in pretty much every gas station, you know, across the country. Because, you know, there's stuff that I like, but you can't find, you know, outside of a limited area. Right. So, uh, you know, it's nice to have those road trip staples, things that always uh, pep you up on a long road trip. Right. Um, 
so how do we want to die? Do we just want to start like at? Uh, why don't we try to do it kind of chronological order? Yeah. So we got to Houston uh, about the time we wanted to. We had we wanted to get checked in, go get our badges. We got press badges. Oh uh, yeah, that was the first major thing. We couldn't get our press badges early, but this was our first convention that we got press badges because of the um, podcast. So again, hopefully that happens more and more, and we can continue covering. Um, these conventions since again that's the whole point was originally the whole point yeah. of the podcast right yeah so we were super excited and we didn't find out until about a week before yeah, a uh, less, that like we five, five days before we yeah left. yeah that we had uh, gotten approved for the press badges so we were both super excited um, and uh, you know, that's just like Jesse said, a, a plus of doing the podcast that we're right. really excited about is being able to hit more. Con- it makes it more exactly, feasible exactly. to go to more conventions because uh, generally the press badges get you in for free. So that just helps financially with us getting right. to cons. So, um, so we're really excited about that. And we were just, you know, kind of freaking out about it a little bit. Right. Uh, so we ended up that evening, um, went and got drinks and kind of got settled in and then uh, went back and changed because uh, as we mentioned we were meeting up with our friend uh, Sheila and uh, we actually met up with another um, person that we've interviewed on the podcast Miranda she's spooky little Halloween um, and she did our Halloween episode with us right if you haven't listened to those episodes go back go back I don't think you exist I think anyone who listens to podcasts is probably listening straight through but if not go back and listen to them they're both really good yep they're both good um and so we met up with them and uh they're some of their friends and family uh-huh. and uh, we met at the it's just called the hobbit cafe right it's just called the hobbit cafe um and it do you remember what year it was established we the saw 70s yeah sometime in the 70s it had been there that long and it was just this adorable little cafe that was decorated lord of the rings we all uh the Jesse and I, and then uh, Sheila and her niece Brittany dressed uh, Hobbit, um, and went and had a really good meal. Jesse had some really good meads. Um, yeah, I had I got a mead flight, which was neat. Yep, yep. All of our had food a lot was of good. interesting, yeah. unique flavors of uh, mead. So. Yeah, yeah. They had it was like a page and a half, wasn't it, of meat, just meads? It's like two pages. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then went back to Sheila's and visited with them. Um, but we knew we had an, uh, you know, we had con day the next day. Right. So, um, yeah. So then Saturday was our first day at our first con post COVID, which yeah. was super excited. Um, and we actually cosplayed um, from one of our draw out of the hats. We've mentioned it before, um, yeah, where we drew one in case again in case you are the listener I don't think exists and (laughs) you miss us talking about it we um for cosplay challenges we came up with several fandoms so you know like Star Wars Marvel Lord of uh, the Rings Harry Potter right and then several um styles uh of clothing so you know rockabilly uh punk punk burlesque uh, I think fantasy or medieval's mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, oh, there's several. There's several. Right. We have them all written down right. somewhere. So that was one that we had drawn out was burlesque Star Wars. So uh, those are the costumes that we wore to our first convention back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we did uh, burlesque Star Wars, and I'm sure you've probably seen them on our social media, but I did uh, 
C-3PO and Jesse did Darth Vader. Uh-huh. Um, we were both really happy with them. There was, of course, yeah. like always technical issues that happened. Yeah, Pete, like again. You want to talk about specifically like your. Yeah, I just, uh, my, the biggest thing with mine was in the morning, I just didn't. Uh, my like chest box or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, chest plate that has all his switches and stuff. Yep. Um, it was not secured well enough. I tried to secure it in such a way that it, because uh, the corset I wore had uh, snaps down the front, uh, and I tried to secure it in such a way that since it goes right in the center of the chest, I could still take it off and unsnap the corset. Right. But it kept falling off, got damaged a little bit when it fell off. So finally, I just took some of your nail glue and I was like screw it. We just nail glued it to just her nailed, corset. And that worked pretty well. Well, no, we nail glued it to the Velcro strips right. first. And that worked for most of the day. And then later in the day, I had to uh, super glue it just straight to, or yep. nail glue it straight to the corset yep. to get to stay on. But, you know, it did well. My ha- my fan held up. Uh, we were so well. excited to my, have fans. Right, that was my first. Yeah, the fans actually worked well for, you know, uh, the heat heat yeah of being in well especially like i had my top hat on which was holding in all my right head heat and then um it i had was, my long cape you know so i was and it was sweating right like, and cu- well and even you know even though we were indoors all it, the people right it, it was fairly crowded uh for vaccinated adults i felt like it was a safe you know uh uh, as safe as it could be, uh, and as, you know, as distance as a big event could be like that. Anyway, as a vaccinated adult, I felt safe at it. Uh, it was good to be back at con. Right. Again. And it did feel like a real con. We, I did hear one of the vendors say that it was a slow weekend for him. It seemed like, uh, I, uh, just overheard him saying, so... Uh, again, I don't know if that just meant people, you know, the finan- there was a lot of financial impact from the pandemic. So it could be just that people, you know, every scrap they had saved went to their ticket or right. hotel or whatever. Or it could be just because it wasn't a smaller space. There might have been a lot fewer people. You know, all we have to go by is how it felt right. compared to other cons or other years. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there was a decent turnout. Uh Yeah, for sure. I did never hear a number or anything, but it was... No, and a lot of times, you know, they don't release that um, type of information. Uh, So, yeah. yeah. That was the thing I was most worried about, because that's probably the thing I was most proud of. I felt like it was the most creative uh, thing, and it held up um, fine. So, really, the only major malfunction I had was my... Corset. My, yeah, my... And then my corset, uh, I don't know if I bent the boning in it or we tighten it too tight or if it's just yeah, like I sure. need to quit buying such cheap corsets. But uh, it kind of shifted kind of weird yeah. uh, later in the day. I think that also caused your box to not want to stay on too. Yeah, that's true. Because it shifted on where it was start, on yeah, your body. Yeah, so um, like I said, that was just the thing of literally it didn't start doing that till I already right. wanted probably eight hours. Yeah. Uh, or close to it, you know, s- several hours. So, um, again, that's just one of those things that you don't really know. Right. When you, even if you do, we talked about. Well, and we've worn, you know, the same brand of corsets before. Right. And, like, you've worn that exact same brand of corset in a different color. I don't know if it's the exact same brand. Uh, it's just, very similar. Know, yeah. And but, not had 
at those issues. Right, so. and so it's just like one of those, It you know. You I just pro- never know. Yeah, I probably should not have bought. I'm, it was probably literally the cheapest corset right. I could find that was black. So, uh, and again, I wore it at home like we always suggest that you do, I, but only for a couple hours. And again, I don't know. And that was just me tightening it so it didn't really fit right because I couldn't really lace it the way it right. should be laced. So, um, yeah, that was the, the only... A uh, couple major malfunctions, but it still made it as long as I wanted to wear it. Right. You know, um, we did go back and change just for the costume contest because we were both uh, oh, hot right. and sweaty. <laughs> yeah, hot and sweaty, and starting. You know, uh, corsets and fishnets are not necessarily the most comfortable of clothing. Right. So. Yeah, and so for my C three PO, I was really happy with it. Um, you know, like Jesse said, uh, corsets and fishnets suck when you wear them for hours and hours and hours and hours. Overall, I mean, I was happy with how uh, mine went. I don't think I had anything. I was really, not that day, didn't have any cosplay malfunctions. Um, and we both got, you know, yeah, we, we had switched. a lot of... Yeah, yeah. we switched days yeah. for cosplay malfunctions. Yeah. We both had a lot of compliments, a lot of... Um, we got our picture taken a lot that day. Um and overall, I was happy with how yeah. both of them went. And we got uh, some... Oh, yeah. We got our first, I guess, like, really our first as a group or as a duo. Mm-hmm. Um, cosplay shout-out. Yeah, like, someone took our picture and uploaded it. I was like, tag these cosplayers <laughs> if you know them, which I thought was really cool because we've seen that before, you know. Like, and it may have happened before for us and we just didn't Catch see it. it. Yeah, because, you know, not everyone's going to know who the right. heck they are, but... Um, it was a really nice picture of us. Yep. Uh, yeah, we'll share it with the episode. Yeah, yeah, I think. yeah. It was, we shared it to our story, so or you did. Again, yep. you guys know that I don't uh, do anything with the social media, so uh, yeah. I never would have seen it. Um, so, yeah, so then next up is uh, we went to the cosplay contest that evening. Yeah, that's really... we Again, we went like, we went to some podcasting panels where we learned some stuff that will hopefully help us. And some cosplay panels. Uh, and some cosplay technique panels, mm-hmm. which will hopefully help us for yep. Dragon Con. All the panels upcoming. we went to, I was really happy with. Yeah, yeah. yeah we So we didn't go... Like, again, we're not going to really talk about those in depth because no. that's more just stuff that, you know, you can find it all that information on the comic on comic palooza you can watch some of them i think Mm -hmm. as well they were taping a lot of them and you know if you're not a podcaster you probably don't care about like (laughs) maybe or if you're a listener to us it might uh of ours it might uh you know uh make you happy to know that we did learn yeah we learned some stuff uh, (laughs) yeah like so hopefully you know we keep getting better and better right quality wise and content wise as we say as we record in the car yeah but uh-huh. i get real defensive i know yeah. um but so uh we went to the uh cosplay contest that evening right. and that's the most relevant that, to you guys yeah that was what uh-huh. we were um i mean we'll get into our other cosplays and stuff but uh we were most excited about that we thought that was yeah, like a half to one thing that i was like we cannot miss right. this um so we went and uh sat through it it wasn't it was interesting because it had, like, normal cosplay contests, and then it also had a skit contest. Right, so it was kind of like uh, the... Hybrid. If you've been to Dragon Con, it's kind of like the Masquerade and the Friday Night Costume Contest had a baby. And we've talked about Both. the Masquerade, right. yeah, here on the podcast before. If you want to go back and listen to our uh, What Makes Dragon Con So Special episode. Um, but the ma- I had never really seen another costume contest like that. Uh, other than the masquerade where there was um, a performance 
built into the competition, but you didn't have to. So the first several costumes that came out across the stage, uh, you know, it was just like a normal costume contest. The person comes out, maybe does a little turn or a little like, you know, shoots her gun or, right. you know, a little twirl or something like that. A cartwheel, I don't know, you know, yeah. a little flare and then just walks off. Right. You know, to, but then... Uh, in the middle portion, there were skits that were, I would say, three to five minutes long, probably each. And there were only four of them this mm-hmm. year, so I don't know. Again, I don't know if that's normal for Comic Palooza or if they're normally longer, shorter, or, or you know, right. more or less entrance. But uh, So I kind of like that. I know you're not necessarily a huge fan of the masquerade, but I like the masquerade. I like seeing the creativity that goes into it. Some of them are, you know, not necessarily everyone's interest or cup of tea, but... Uh, I liked it better than it was before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, and like sometimes with the masquerade, like because it is such a big, big, huge thing, sometimes there are like technical difficulties right. and things. So it does, Drag it goes on, on a, a lot bit. longer. And you know, well, in the year that we went in person, the masquerade, you made me wake up at like five a.m. to go see that goddamn NSYNC panel. <laughs> so by the time the masquerade rolls around at like it's like nine o'clock, it's pretty late. Yeah, it was late. Um, then you know we were very very tired. tired so i think that's also part of the reason that like the masquerade rubbed you the wrong way i think i was like so slap happy at that time from getting three hours of sleep oh so. um so yeah so we watched it we had actually seen a couple of the uh cosplayers we're not going to get into detail specifically about yeah. the cosplay Paige took a picture i took a picture of everybody everybody that won well, yep. all the winners at mm-hmm. least yeah um we had some discrepancies uh we always think it's interesting um just like how they behind the scenes of how they judge things um and like you know how they can judge you know a gown against a piece of armor you know and and stuff like that so um you know we were like i think we've talked about that before in our c2e2 episode which is one of our early early episodes right right that was one thing we liked about the crown championships of cosplay at c2e2 is that they do put different categories like there's one that's like a sewing mm-hmm. predominant category. So like 80% of the work on the cosplay has to be sewing or something right. like that. I don't know that that's the right percentage, but right. you know, there's some percentage of the time spent on the cosplay that has to be sewing. And then, right. you know, if there's an armor build cosplay, like so much of a percentage, but at most cosplay contests and the one at comic blues included, you know, every, there's like a beginner intermediate master maybe category, but everyone's in together. So it, and even the beginners, we were like, that's considered beginner, <laughs> right, like you right. know, because it was maybe their first con. We don't know what the the stipulations were, but right. we're guessing we like maybe it. that was the first time they'd entered a contest, right. or they'd only been cosplaying for this long. You know, like we don't know, um, and that's something I would be interested to find right. out. But um, but we it was just uh, we think it's interesting to see how that's judged, and and I think we both would have picked um, a couple different people in yeah, different instances. But again, it's hard. Like I'm sure the judges and I, like, we know there's like pre-judging and yeah, stuff there's no way to keep your I don't think there's really any way to keep your bias your own personal bias completely right, out of it right so you know like I would be more inclined like something that I think is really really hard to be like oh well or really really tedious or like I wouldn't want to do right I may be like well that's you know because you always kind of like downplay your own skills so something that I'm good at I probably wouldn't think is as difficult so I may be like well that's not as hard as this but realistically it just completely depends on who you are right so it's like I said it's just very because there were all the cosplays in the costume contest were very very good top right. oh yeah um really some really we saw some really really creative cosplays yeah. um 
So it was very impressive. But like you said, we always kind of, it's very rare that we go to a cosplay contest and we think that the judges got it 100% right. right. Which right. I mean, everyone's probably like that. Exactly. Um, but uh, that is, like I said, one thing that I liked better about C2E2, their costume contest, Crown Championships of Cosplay, which like I said, is a very different costume contest anyway, since it is worldwide. It's from all, you know, all their cons. Right. Um, so. So... Did you have, speaking of cosplay contests, now not necessarily in the cosplay contest, but did you have a favorite cosplay that you saw overall throughout oh, the weekend? It'd be hard for me to pick just one, mm-hmm. but um, I really liked, we saw a gender bent Elsa from Frozen, like a man dress, and I really liked that. I liked that it was a different take. It was one of my favorite, and it was really well done costume too. Um, yeah, there was. was a lot of like... Uh, not beating, but like sequin work on it, rhinestone mm-hmm. work on it. It was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. so sparkly. Uh, and I just thought it was a really well translated uh, costume. I really, really liked Dreamfinder and Figment oh, yeah. from the old F- Dreamfinder. That's his name, right? Uh, Dream Master. I think it's Dreamfinder. I don't think it's Dream Master. Sounds like something uh, from the Epcot. If that's not right, I'll look it up and we can do a corrections corner. But, okay. Um, uh, or just fix it. Um, I really like, just cause that's not something you see a lot and you know, like as a Disney owner, that's like an OG Epcot, you know, Epcot's got a special place in my heart. Right. Um, so, uh, and he actually did, uh, a, um, skit for the, he was one of few people that did a skit for the skit portion of the cosplay contest. So I always think that like, it takes a lot of guts. Like we both said we couldn't do it. Right. Um, so it takes a lot of guts to, um, get up in front of people and, you know, be judged like that, like literally judged. Right. Right. But, um, you know, I thought that his skit was really cute and well done. He sang the little song from the ride. So, it's a um, ventriloquist. I don't know if it's ventriloquism or if he the recorded recorded the voice. It was hard to tell because he had such a thick, you know, like fake mm-hmm. beard that you couldn't see his mouth right. anyway. Um, but again, that if it wasn't real ventriloquism, like that's a creative thing to do because if you can't see the mouth anyway, right? You know, he could have just done Figment's voice without. So like, uh, yeah, I just thought those were both really cute. We saw a couple really good poison ivies. Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, we saw a lot of, there was the Mandalorian cast, several members of the Mandalorian cast were there, so we saw a lot of, Mando. um, yeah, we saw several different Mandalorian, like, you know, uh, different characters, and original Mandalorian characters, the Mandalorian Mercs were there, the 501st was there, uh, the Rebel Legion was there, it's not a cosplay, but that Imperial Pro Droid they had was super cool. Oh, that was so cool, yeah. Uh, the 501st, the local 501st Battalion. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, had our squadron. I don't know. I think they're battalions. Uh, they had um, brought a two-scale Imperial Pro Droid. Uh, so yeah, that was. I thought that was really really cool. Yeah. There were actually a lot of really insanely well-built droids um, there. So again, not really cosplay, but cosplay adjacent. You know, a lot of the same skills go into that mm-hmm. building a droid as going to cosplay. So I really like seeing all the droids. Yeah, I think that's, those are the ones I remember that were my favorites. Yeah, so for me, I think um, we saw some Rococo Disney princesses and I thought their gowns were 
outstanding. And of course, Jesse and I doing Rococo in the past, like we always like are like, oh, yeah. Rococo, like or so Georgian excited. or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Sort of called all sorts. Um, but they were beautiful. Um, and then Rococo, um, you're my mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, we saw, we actually had a game going with our friend Sheila um, of Count the Lokis, um, mm-hmm. even the variants, the Loki, any kind of Loki, mm-hmm. including Alligator Loki. And there we, was we one didn't guy. See any, I didn't see any like Avengers Loki right. or like in game Loki. There were some you know, girls like, dressed up as like more traditional Loki. Not really. I saw not, two. Mm, but they were like, they not, were the yeah. femme version. So right, it was. I was going to say, they weren't like. Yeah, it we was gender like, swapped. Yeah, I was going to say, not super, super. I, I, they're still good costumes. Right, not, right, right, right. That was not a judgment whatsoever. It just, they weren't. You know, it we wasn't replica see, cosplays. Right, right, right. It wasn't, um, yeah, we didn't see a lot of, like, actual Avengers. Most of them were from the new Loki right. series. Um, we saw a bunch. I think we saw 32 the first day and, like, 7 or 8 the second day. I didn't day. see half of them that you and Sheila were counting. So. <laughs> um, but we saw, at the end of the day on Saturday, a President Loki from the new uh, Loki. Um, spoilers ahead. Um, and he had a plush alligator on his hand, like, yeah, attached like to his arm. His and he just, like, it was just a really neat touch. He had it on there, like, all day. Yeah. We saw him several yep. times, and he was always wearing, so, like, yep. we really thought for, like, that was cool. You know, we hate wearing fingered gloves. <laughs> right. Let alone, like, an entire We're like, how can alligator. we wear this without covering our fingers? Right, right. Um, yeah, so that was really cool. Um, yeah, I think those were, there was some... Um, in the cosplay contest that I, of course, you know, those are yeah, like amazing. Said, really all great. Not um, that, you know, we would say if there were, <laughs> there, there was this one really There was one way, that was terrible, no. Um, but really, honestly, yeah. they were all yeah. uh, very impressed with the costume contest. And like we said, it takes a lot of guts just to get up yep. there and walk across that stage in front. I mean, that was packed. The, yep. the costume contest audience was pretty well full. And I mean, that was probably thousand, at least a thousand people, yep. I'd say. So, yep. so, again, I'm bad at judging things like that, especially in, you know, like a right. seated, seated situation like that. Right. But I would say at least a thousand people. It was a lot of people. Um, so then uh, Sunday was our last day. We were, we knew we were heading home that day, um, but we did a... And the con what didn't go very long It went to like anyway. four, four or five, four, four thirty or something like that, five. So we uh, decided, uh, since we are in Dragon Con prep right now, that we didn't want to put together another new cosplay. We wanted to use something that we had right. done on the podcast for a cosplay challenge. Um, so we decided to rewear our uh, Punk Marvel. Um, and we both made minor changes. Yeah, we both made minor changes. And it was good. Like I said, you know, my main gripe with doing the cosplay challenges is, you know, you guys see them from like mid chest up a mm-hmm. lot of time you know you don't really get to see a lot of the costumes right um so it was nice to actually get to wear the costume well and like, and, like we put time see. and money in it like right. right and like you know i had stuff on the front and back of mine where mm-hmm. you can't see the front and the back in one single photo social media photo and we right. don't want to be you know like posting five thousand right you know like every angle of every me and my house. and it's difficult like you know i live by myself uh, you know, so it's difficult for me to like get a picture, like a decent picture from every angle that can really show. Right. And it's difficult to show any detail in just a picture. Right. So, um, we've it, talked about it for yeah, you know. Yeah. It was, so it was nice to, even though we had worn them for the cosplay challenge, it was nice to actually, since we both were so happy with them, it was nice to actually get to show them off. Yep. Uh, my widow bites died. That was my main. <laughs> but uh, I did. It was a rough day. It yeah. was a rough. It was a uh, rough I made day. new ones. 
because I think if you, again, if you've listened to that episode, uh, that was my one thing I said I would redo. I did redo them, but, uh, we have the genius idea of let's cart all our stuff to the parking garage and load up the car before we go to the con. And so we were in full cosplay and we were not smart enough to think to go check out a cart from the front desk, a luggage cart. So, uh, and we had, you know, our goodies and treats and, uh, you know, when you pack stuff up after the con, it's usually a lot more hectic. Right. So, um, uh, they, they, I just ended up taking them off because I banged them around so yeah. much in that, but it was no big deal. Um, cause that was a pretty minor part. Did you do anything costume. else different to your cosplay? Uh, I bought you a new different skirt. skirt. I, yeah, but I just bought it. It wasn't like a, um, I tried to kind of there the I the main reason I bought it was because it was on clearance for like seven dollars and it had a big pocket. Right. So I knew I wouldn't. We we've talked about before, but we always are trying to come up with creative ways that we don't have to carry like just a big a backpack right. or something or like a tote bag. You know, a way to carry around you know and your driver's we, license, yeah. cash, credit card, whatever, phone, power bank. Uh, yeah, that's not gonna interfere with your costume. Right. So, because we are, again, we've mentioned this before, but we're the kind of cosplayers that we want to go to the convention. Yeah. We don't want to stand in one place and just, you know. Right. So, I rewore my uh, Star-Lord. I, the only things I did differently was I distressed my jeans. I talked about it on the podcast that I thought they were distressed and they weren't. And so, I ended up distressing them because I was like, I'll wear them like this anyway. Um, And... Uh, that way, because I had fishnets under them, I wanted those to show more. Um, and then I had a a um, blast one of his blasters when we did the cosplay challenge. I had ordered it, it ordered it, ordered and, it. <laughs> and painted it. Um, but I only had one, and he has two. And so I made like a holster. Or I made holsters um, for it, and then my husband made like the actual clip that goes on the holster to for his guns um, with his. Uh, he has a three D printer, um, so that is where my uh, cosplay malfunction comes in. I tested them, of course, um, you know, before I even like attached them or anything at home. Kind of played around wearing it, um, and it worked great. I ordered the second gun, painted it to match, and easy peasy like I didn't think there was going to be any issue and then when I put it on like and at first I thought it was just because I wasn't being careful and was like banging around but with those clips um from the 3d printer just me walking was like wiggling it loose enough that my blasters would just fall off while I was walking I I think that's something like it with it being like made on the 3d printer versus like you know something that's bought right it, like it has to be like an exact snug right fit. I think you want something soft in there like foam right. to grip it or like we talked about like a piece of velcro or right. something on the front to stop it from because they nested in there nicely it's just they w- wasn't a snug enough fit right so it would just kind of jostle loose right. and so that was my only uh cosplay mal- malfunction yeah, that I'm day shocked that those blasters didn't end up with nope. more damage like they I didn't mean, that's they a didn't. testament yep. to you know whatever you know, Amazon toy. Uh, and my paint didn't get scratched. Yeah, that's why I was saying, like, yeah. it was, like, they kept the paint well. They, uh, you know, yep. didn't no, snap Nothing broke. Yep. Yeah. They, and they dropped many, many a time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was annoying. I got used to the sound of, like, clunk, clunk, <laughs> you know, and then she dropped the other one, picking the first one up, and then she had to walk around like, like a cowboy. A cowboy. 
with her hands on her six shooters, <laughs> you know, one hand on each hip to mean, hold them in. Lord, man. So, uh, yeah, that again, it's it's stuff that we we kind of said that day, like no matter how many times we, even when we take our own advice and we st- test stuff at home, mm-hmm. there's still stuff that goes wrong because it's you, it's impossible. You to cannot recreate, recreate a con scenario. Yeah, like yeah. you just can't, and like. So we bought some prints for the pod loft. You bought some prints for your house. You bought a print for yes. the pod loft. I bought three prints, even though I have literally <laughs> Listen, no I was room trying to make you not sound like to, that. I wonder, I wondered if that's what you were doing when you're like, we bought some prints. You bought a print, like a reasonable person. Yeah. I bought three prints. Well, it's just, I think I have a hard time not buying prints. Right. Like not the artist formerly known as prints, uh, print P R I T S like, or, you know, artwork. Because a a lot of it's beautiful or adorable beautiful. or you know just cool. And Which speaking of, we are going. We didn't have all the cards. They're packed away in our suitcases. Um, but we took cards from some of our favorite vendors that were there, and right. we are going to. I'm going to take a picture of all of those cards and post them with this episode. Right, and so. you guys don't want to hear us list off no. like five thousand, and you won't be able to catch it while no. you're listening. So if you anyway. want to check it out, you can look at it. Right, the buy pictures. some of the art that we mentioned or yep. some of the products that we mentioned. Yep go go yep. for it go 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 uh support local small so yeah so yeah i mean so, not local but they are all small independent you know like right. so we had are, we had we had shopped we'd done some shopping mm-hmm. bought some cute lord of the rings pins i forgot about those that <laughs> bought I also some bought. stickers yeah. some alligator but again, stickers. Like, stuff like that like it's usually pretty affordable you know like a print is maybe five to ten dollars and lot it's of stuff times. you can't get at walmart right, or amazon right. or and, whatever better than that you're not supporting Walmart right, and Amazon right. you know they really are people that you know like usually and you usually can talk the artist to the is artist, there yeah. you can talk to them and be like oh this is you know like and you know a lot of times they're drawing these things because they're into them so like right. the prints that I bought one was a chubby moth man that said he wants your cookies <laughs> which I was like oh my god chubby moth like and the other two were both death from Sandman. Right. Who you don't see any, like, I've seen very few prints of her yeah. or any kind of art or products at all. And the artist at was cons. really cool. Right. Yeah. She was really cool. And, you know, she had two prints of death and that was, you know, my first cosplay. So it's got a special place in my heart. So, um, you know, I wanted to, and, but they're beautiful prints. Right. So, uh, like, you know, I don't feel bad buy you know buying right. something like that to support someone no. who no. is you know making cool art and of fandoms that I like right so uh, same thing with the pins and stickers and stuff right. that we bought and really 90% of stuff at Con- like I that's one thing I will say I was pleasantly surprised at Comic Palooza is there wasn't like we mentioned before that sometimes at like Wizard World they'll be like they're selling like roofing or like siding or right. like or just work, like a big you know, like, thing of t-shirts that are like right like you or know like you know or like backpacks or right or, and not handmade t-shirts no, i'm like not talking a big thing of like basically like marvel shirts right and, like like basically dorky dorky walmart right like nerdy walmart but this or, was you know, like, this was mostly handmade like, yeah, handcraft. Like, yeah almost all small either either small small businesses of some sort small yeah. you know um, but so as we're walking through the vendor hall Sunday, making our purchase, our last purchases of the day and or of the con, um, I saw a huge sign that said mystery box, and I honestly didn't even see what booth it was at at first. I just turned around to see like what what it was. And <laughs> you want to tell them? Want to tell them? It was Ultra Sabers because here's the thing: I said on Saturday 
Like, I'm not even going to look at the Ultra Saber booth because I just bought a lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge. Like, there's no reason for me to even look at them. Like, we've seen Ultra Sabers at every con. Don't even look over there. Well, then this chump <laughs> on Sunday goes, hey, they've got a $75 mystery box. <laughs> Lightsaber and Jesse's head has never snapped harder. In I was like, life. Ooh. like that's because I, I was like, well, at this point, like I've built my lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge, so I got to build one the exact color and style that I wanted. Right. So, like for seventy five dollars, so we walked over I and we were just kind of reading the description, right. and the girl talked us into it. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, she really didn't have to do much talking. In fairness. <laughs> She did very little. She did not pressure us at all. So, like, in no, you know, if no. that's what you're thinking, like, she was like, well, come on. She literally just described the mystery box to <laughs> us. And we were like, yeah. One of our favorite booths that we... Yeah, it was something that I don't think we've ever seen. It's called Techland Houston. Um, but if you Google it, uh, it's also Costume Works with an X instead right. of a K. And a K and an S. Um, it had everything like prosthetic wig they said their store um in right, houston they have a brick and mortar short store there in houston and they do ship so mm -hmm. uh, and he said uh the gentleman we spoke to said that there was uh, they had fabric um mm. like remnants and just different things there um really it sounded like pretty much any craft supply that you would possibly need to make any cosplay pretty right much. right uh, um there at the phones, booth right you know, uh, cosmetic adhesive, glitter, body paints, paints. Yep. so many glitters. Yep. Um, um, shoes. We saw, saw shoes, wigs, right. like um, they had literally everything. And I'm really excited mm -hmm. to go check out their website and see right. uh, what all they have. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause they had stuff there. We didn't even know existed. Existed. Yeah. Uh, like that soft clay. It's like female clay, but it has like a bounce to it or it, flexibility. Right, it, it, when it is Cures. cured, it will keep some elasticity to it mm -hmm. uh so uh they were doing live demos there too we saw some airbrush body painting we saw some sculpting of like a mask or a prosthetic mm -hmm. so, everybody was super uh, like oh do you have questions mm -hmm. like do you want uh, like here's what i'm doing here's what i'm working with mm -hmm. like um it was here's just what it could be used for here's some examples right. of things you made with it um so and i really like that like that clay again since it does cure with some elasticity mm -hmm. we talked about how that could be like a help with safety or packing packing you yeah. know i've definitely had pieces sculpted out of female clay that have broken right like, right uh, even small pieces you know they get crushed in your luggage yep. or uh, and having some you know give to it i think would really help but it doesn't look like you know it keeps its shape yeah it doesn't, they gave us uh, actually a cured piece like yeah, a, a spirally guy piece, right, um like a, that's really neat um just to yeah, kind of so show us we'll, yeah i mean there's probably videos on it uh, yeah but again we'll show you that yep. card um, when we show you all, um, it'll be all of our goodies with all the business cards. Yeah. So. Um, so that was probably one of our favorite. Yeah. That was I one mean, of our favorite booths. Uh, just because like I said, it was very neat, uh, that it was there. We've seen, you know, other cosplay like wigs and stuff, mm -hmm. at, but I've never seen such an all encompassing company. Right. At a, even at, you know, C2E2, which is in Chicago, like, you know, so, cause at first I was like, well, maybe it's cause it's a fact in Houston, but you know, most cons are in a. Big, big city. city. Yeah. I'm assuming that Chicago probably has a similar store, or St. Louis, or Louisville, right. or wherever. Uh, you know, whatever city probably has a similar store. That's the first time we had seen one coming to the convention, doing live demos, 
answering questions about what products are good for. Uh, even, you know, I was admiring all the glitters because there were so many glitters. And one of the ladies who was working at the booth came up and was telling me what each glitter was good right. for. So, you know, she was like, well, this glitter is too chunky. You don't want to put it too close right. to your eye because it'll do eye damage. This is what this glitter is good for. So really, really neat. Yep. Uh, and really good to see, you know, because we as cosplayers, that's the... Just one of those, like, mentionable things from the con that we're like, ooh, this is unique to this con. <laughs> ooh. As opposed to unmentionable. Unmentionables. Um, yeah, so... Anyway, Comic Palooza was a great, I think, introduction back to cons yeah. after so long. There were very we, few things that I was dis- even driving so many hours. You know, there were very few. Yeah, things we had that a I really easy, in. cool road trip. Um, got to do some cool stuff, eat some nice places. We, um, you know, it wasn't a, a like high intensity con for us. Like we kind of took it at our own speed. Mm-hmm. We changed when we wanted to. Mm-hmm. We uh, didn't have any panel like panels that we were like this is a non-negotiable except for the cosplay contest which was in the evening so easier to do right didn't conflict with anything right um we you know we both had pretty good luck with our cosplays except Mm -hmm. for the normal you know happens that things that happen um I, it was great. Uh, Sheila was the ultimate hostess oh to us God. in Houston. She and we have a lot of emotions. I felt very uncomfortable <laughs> with how kind she was being to us. Like we didn't deserve such kindness. Yeah, and all of her friends and family. Um, Seriously, the coolest. People. Literally, like just so welcoming to us, yeah, and really like cool. just like acted like we had hung out with them a million times I before. I, you know, I've got a lot of social anxiety. I was really worried about it being awkward, or like I was just gonna sit there and be like, mm, but like. It was seriously thanks guys if you're listening. Yeah, thank you guys. Don't cry. Um, But yeah, we had a great time and we are hoping um, to go back. Yeah, next year. Next year, yes. Like again, just as feasible. Yep. Uh, And you know, we will go to just about any con. We love a con. Um, Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to the episode. I'm sure we left things out, um, and I'm sure you know. Yeah, if you went to Comic Palooza and we left stuff out, if you're a new listener or someone we met at Comic Palooza or you saw, like, on social media, uh, welcome, first of all. And if we left anything out from Comic Palooza that you thought was really cool, uh, let us know in our social media or email, which Paige is going to start talking about Yeah, so yeah, if you want to, if you need to tell us things, look at at that transition. If you need to uh, do anything like that, you can do that on social media. You could also just, like, follow along with us there. Um... We are on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. We're also over on Twitter at Cosplay Pod. We got it, you don't. We got it, you don't. You can send um, those things there, or you can hang out with Jessie over at the email, send her all kinds of things. Uh, that's where she lives. Uh, yeah, you can, well, yeah. Uh, uh, you can send me episode ideas if there's something you think, especially, again, as we're starting to go to more cons. Cons are happening again. If there's, you know, oh darn, I can't go to that one this year, but hey, Paige and Jesse are going. What do you want us to look out for? What should we do? What do you want us to cover? Like, yep. we're here for you, listener. We Let need to know. know. <laughs> yeah, like, we need to know what you guys are interested in. If you're so, going to be at those cons, yeah, you want to hang out. That would be so cool. I may cry a little bit, but I'll try to do it, like, in a way that's not uncomfortable for you. Yeah, no, yeah, it'll try. be uncomfortable for everyone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have any corrections, if you know the name of something that I was like, well, I can't remember the name or uh, something like that, uh, correct us. Again, we always want to solicit corrections right. because we don't want to do stuff that's wrong. Um, uh, 
cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes, because our cocktail corner was a little bit weird this well, time. Uh, it's either that or be illegal. No, yeah, right. No, I wasn't saying, like, we should have drank in the car. Uh, we just thought it'd be kind of a cool idea while stuff was fresh in our heads, like we said, to... Yep. Uh, and we had a lot car. of time, you guys. And, yeah, and it gave us something to uh, do to pass for the time. a few of the many, many hours we spent in my yeah. tiny little viewing. She did so good, though. Uh, yeah, she sure did. Uh, answers to... Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Remember, I'm asking you too, listener, not just Paige. So, uh, if you have an answer for what your favorite road trip snack is... Oh, let me know. Uh, maybe I'll eat it. I, we got a little bit of a drive to the airport for Dragon Con, so yeah. And I may need with cons coming back, who knows how yeah, many? If we get more we'll press passes, to, you know, like, like and hopefully, you know, we can make it feasible to go. You know, we want to go to as many as possible. We want to cover what is happening in nerdy con life. So hit us up with you know on the deets uh, on the with the on the web with the with the hot goss. <laughs> Let's surf the net. It'll be cool. <laughs> If you guys know that song, that you, you'll get uh, plus 10 Jesse Cool Points. And at the end of the year of the podcast, um, you can redeem 100 Jesse Cool Points for um, an extra five minutes of content. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be the start of our new loyalty program, oh, Jesse Points. If you know... Um, Any of her weird references. Uh, surfing the net. Surfing the net. Surfing the World Wide Web. Um, please don't sue us, uh, artist who made that song. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what's that us. email? It's cosplayingcocktailspod at gmail.com. Or that's gmail.com. I don't like this, is kind of cool. You are finishing the road trip with us. We are yeah, we a are few blocks from Jesse's not apartment. Even a few blocks. Like, I can see her. I can see my roof. <laughs> uh, we are so close. Uh, and you finished our road trip with us. Uh, so, thank yeah, you we did for that. Time Real. We did that on purpose. It was totally on purpose. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think we're done. I I mean, we don't have... We gotta be done. We gotta we're be here. done. We're, we're, home. we're home. I got Now I gotta drive home. Right. Uh, okay, <laughs> bye! Bye!